Hey folks, uh, thanks for tuning in to the 12th episode of the Open Connect Theist Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to include some stuff that I didn't include in my 11th episode because of time restraints. And I also wanted to say something that I heard about today. Um, I have no proof of this, but this is what a friend told me whose father is living in Kiwanis Place in Edmonton, Alberta. Basically, what happened is uh, they, they convinced everybody... And I want to emphasize convinced because you cannot force people to take a vaccine. They convinced people to take this vaccine. And this is a senior citizen's place. This is like assisted living, right? So these people are wholly dependent upon the workers there. And not only did they recently replace all the Filipinos who knew these people for years and were really good at their job, they replaced them with a bunch of Africans. And from what my friend is telling me, these people are horrible at their job and they have horrible people skills and they treat these elderly like, like horribly. But the address of Kiwanis Place is 10330 120th Street, Edmonton. Now, what my friend told me is that the news says one person um, died from the vaccines. But that's normal because they're old and people die, right? So it's no big deal. But as my friend told me, he was there with his father and they were talking about the vaccine and, and stuff. And a, an old lady said to my friend, 40 people died after taking the vaccine that's that's higher than normal that's got to be higher than normal i'm sure that old folks homes don't have that high of a turnaround you know in a week now from what i understand the vaccine in question is the astrazeneca vaccine and if you've been looking internationally because i don't watch the news here it's nothing but propaganda as i said many times the if i look at international news uh i think 15 to 18 countries have already banned the astrazeneca vaccine because of blood clots and other side effects that have been killing the elderly uh the elderly at a much higher rate than younger people of course uh so sweden joins germany france and 15 other countries in suspending astrazeneca's vaccine over possible side effects it's an article from the in business insider.com written on march 16th 2021 and here, what look at this, 18 countries have suspended the AstraZeneca vaccine yet, so I was right, COVID-19 vaccine while possible side effects are investigated. Now, how many times have we heard this, folks? There is no evidence yet that AstraZeneca vaccine causes blood clots. Really? No evidence? Why don't you check this out? German scientists discovers the thrombosis trigger. Scientists at Griswold Teaching Hospital claim they have discovered the cause of blood clots among a small number of AstraZeneca vaccine recipients. Huh. Would the business insider be in the uh, job of not telling the people the entire truth? I think so. Uh, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, and others have suspended the shot. Scroll down for the full list. Let's look at these out. <clears throat> so what do we have? Number one, Denmark. On Thursday, March 11th, Denmark became the first country to suspend all use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Number two, Norway. Number three, Iceland. Number four, Bulgaria. Number five, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Number six, Ireland. Number seven, the Netherlands. Number eight, Indonesia. Number nine, Germany. Ten, France. Eleven, Italy. Twelve, Spain. Thirteen, Cyprus. Fourteen, Portugal. Fifteen, Latvia. Sixteen, Slovenia. What am I on? <laughs> 17 Sweden uh, Luxembourg Thailand okay I must have been on 15 Sweden Luxembourg and Thailand so let's see so we got Denmark Norway Sweden and Iceland the only Scandinavian country well no there's two that aren't there 
is the island nation. I forget what it's called. And uh, yeah, what is that called? Anyway, and in Finland. Other than that, all the all the Scandinavian countries said no to to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, yet here in Canada, it's full steam ahead, right? Wouldn't it be nice to have a government that actually cares for their citizens? Is that too much to ask, Justin Trudeau, that you uh, uh, abandon the globalist nonsense and, you know, fight for your people? Yeah. So 40 people died. No one's talking about it. I think that's unbelievable. So 103rd Avenue, 120th Street, um, 40 people died and the media's not talking about it. But I would love it if people could come forward and say, yeah, my mother, my father died after taking the vaccine because... This is something the media should be talking about. Mainstream propaganda is only there to push the agenda, and anything that could hurt the agenda, the media doesn't talk about, or they silence, or they demonize the people doing the talking. That is absolutely horrible. Now, on to what I couldn't include in my last episode, because based on time, um, the you know that regardless of the AstraZeneca and the blood clots, I mean, AstraZeneca, that, that vaccine's already been banned in like 17 countries. Like, it, it's absolutely horrible. But, why were hospitals over-categorizing COVID deaths? Why were they saying everything was COVID? Because they had a financial incentive. 100%, I'm going to say it, they had a financial incentive for to, say, to label everything COVID. Right. CDC director agrees hospitals have monetary incentive to inflate COVID-19 data. Okay, here we go. U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Robert Redfield acknowledged during a House hearing Friday that COVID-19 data could be inflated because hospitals receive a monetary gain by reporting COVID-19 cases. There's another thing, folks. Remember in when this thing first broke out and Andrew Cuomo was saying, we need ventilators, we need ventilators, we need ventilators, right? And then... Trump went ahead and he got them all the ventilators they required, right? And then they were putting them on people, saying they needed it because they're they're dying of COVID, right? Turns out those people weren't dying of COVID, and those inf- those ventilators actually like blew out their lungs, and those people died because they were misdiagnosed as having something they didn't have, and the ventilators are what actually killed them. Uh, Basically, the doctors said that their lungs looked like they were stuck on top of the Mount Everest without oxygen, right? And when you added the ventilator, it actually killed them. There were other things that could have saved their life, but those deaths guaranteed were counted as COVID. But anyway, so Republican... Oh, the reason I mention that is because um, from what I've heard, they were getting 17,000 American for every COVID patient in, in, you know, in the hospital in a bed, but they were getting 30,000 or 32,000 for every person on a ventilator. So Andrew Cuomo was saying, we need thousands of ventilators. We need thousands of ventilators, right? Andrew Cuomo just wanted the money. Republican Representative Blair Luke Meyer of Missouri questioned Redfield during House Oversight and Reform Subcommittee on Coronavirus Containment. He asked about the perverse incentive for hospitals to classify deaths as being coronavirus related when the virus didn't cause the death. Lutzmeyer voiced concern over about how an automobile accident-related death could be recorded as a COVID-related death. In this scenario, the death was recorded as COVID-related because the virus was in the victim's system, even if the car accident was the major factor. Now, in the last episode, I showed you very clearly from the AMA, American Medical Association's own books from 1989, coronavirus is a cold virus. It's not a nasty superbug. It's a cold virus that people catch every year. 
As long as you have COVID in your system, you get to claim it as a COVID death, which means you get more money as attending physician, hospital, whatever, Luke Meyer said during the hearing. Would you like to comment on that about the perverse incentive? Is there an effort to try and do something different? Redfield responded by telling the congressman, I think you're correct in that we in that and we've seen this in other disease processes too. In the HIV epidemic, somebody would, may have a heart attack but also have HIV, Redfield explained. The hospital would prefer the DRG, the death report, for HIV because the, the, there's greater reimbursement. So I do think there is some reality to that. Now, there's a tweet. Now, I can't show you the video for some reason. I couldn't get the video, but I can play the video and you can hear the audio. Um, of Dr. Robert Redfield and the, you know, the senator talking about that. So here... We go. Now, I would like to point out, if you look at the tweet, again, we see, without evidence, Republicans suggest without evidence that U.S. coronavirus tests are inflated because hospitals are conspiring to get more money. Just like before, there was no evidence that the AstraZeneca vaccine caused the blood clots. That's what the left does. They always say that, oh, you're saying that with no evidence. Conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists. Ah, the lefties, you overplay your hand. Sam was here and he, we didn't have enough time to, to, continue, to continue our uh, discussion on it with, with regards to the sort of perverse incentive for the medical folks to claim that somebody died of COVID versus if it's an automobile accident, for instance, as long as you have COVID in your system, you get to claim it as a COVID death, in which means you get to get more money uh, as the attending physician, hospital, or whatever. Uh, and he acknowledged that the, that the statistics he's getting from the states are over overinflated. Uh, we found that the governor of Colorado, who is uh, who is a Democrat, actually did a research on this and found he had to get rid of 12 percent of the deaths that were recorded in state. Uh, Dr. Redfield, would you like to comment on that a little bit about the, the perverse incentive? And is there an effort to try and do something different in a way that these deaths are recorded so we actually have better records and better better numbers, better data to go with? Thank you, Congressman. I think you're correct in that we've seen this in other disease processes too, early in the HIV epidemic. Somebody may have a heart attack but also have HIV. The hospital would prefer the DRG for HIV because there's greater reimbursement. So I do think there's some reality to that. When it comes to death reporting, though, I mean, ultimately, it's how the physician defines it in the death certificate in our, our national health statistics uh, a group here in Hyattsville, we review all those death certificates. Um, so I think it's probably less operable in the cause of death, although uh, I, I won't say it's there are not some cases. I do think, though, uh, when it comes to hospital reimbursement issues for individuals that they, they get discharged, there, there could be some play in that for sure. Well, the Admiral certainly acknowledged that last time he was here. Yeah, there you go. Redfield said that death reporting comes down to what a physician thinks and how he or she classifies a death in a death certificate. He also said that the National Center for Health Statistics reviews all those death certificates, right? So in the end, the truth is going to come out, right? I mean, you're going to get the money up front because you said it was COVID when it wasn't COVID, but in the end, the truth will come out about those deaths. Question is, will the mainstream propaganda report that? Probably not. I think it's less operable in the cause of death, although I won't say they are not some cases, he said. I do think, though, when it comes to the hospital reimbursement issues for individuals that get discharged, there could be some play in that area, for sure. You know, that's kind of disgusting. You know, let, let's, let's, let's go along with the scam. Let's, let's make it seem bigger than it really is. You know, I mean, even Fauci is the guy that originally said that AIDS comes from HIV and HIV mutates into AIDS. And there hasn't been a lot of evidence for that. And he's even got his opponents on that. Now, so Fauci's been... Uh, conniving little weasel for a long time 
and a lot of doctors think he doesn't deserve to be in the position he's in, as we saw in the last video with the creator of the PCR test calling Fauci a clown. So basically, there's a, you know, so there's financial incentive right from the guy from the Center for Disease Control. There's a financial incentive to label everything as a COVID death. Now, remember those two doctors that came out and uh, they said that the numbers are whack and stuff and, and uh, they had a practice and they, they were shut down. They were kicked off. They were kicked off YouTube. They were kicked off Twitter. Yeah, here they are right here. Physicians say hospitals are pressuring ER docs to list COVID-19 on death certificates. Here's why. Now, why would the hospital be pressuring you to say everything's a COVID death? Why? Because you get more money for the hospital, of course. When doctors Dan Erickson and Dr. Artin Masahi of Accelerated Urgent Care held a press conference last week, their goal was to galvanize the policymakers to reopen the economy. Instead, what happened is these gentlemen had their practice shut down. They were kicked off social media. They were demonized. And I'm... Not sure if they lost their medical licenses uh, for challenging the narrative, but I don't know. The California-based hospital owners may have uncorked a bigger story. During their long discussion with reporters, Dr. Erickson noted he has spoken to numerous physicians who say they are being pressured to add COVID-19 to death certificates and diagnostic lists, even when the novel coronavirus, coronavirus, cold virus, very, very common, appears to have no relation to the victim's cause of death, a novel coronavirus. Oh, you mean a different strain than one we could have caught in, say, 1991? Yeah, because things mutate. Doesn't mean they become deadly. It's still a coronavirus, and coronavirus has been around for a long time. They say, you know, it's interesting. When I'm writing up my death report, I'm being pressured to add COVID, Erickson said. Why is that? Why are we being pressured to add COVID? To maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? The longtime ER doctors who had their video removed from YouTube after the American College of Emergency Physicians and the American Academy of Emergency Medicine jointly condemned their briefing, aren't the only ones to say COVID-19 is being classified uniquely. There's no reason to question some of the snap conclusions the physicians reached in their briefing, but YouTube's decision to ban them is absurd, if predictable. Earlier this month, Illinois' top health official explained that any victim diagnosed with a novel coronavirus would be classified as a COVID-19 death, regardless of whether it contributed to the patient's death. Now, I read that in the last, you know podcast for you if you died of a clear alternate cause but you had COVID at the same time it's still listed as a COVID death Dr. Ngozi Aziki the director of Illinois Department of Public Health explained to reporters video unavailable because of course that channel was deleted not all states have taken an approach as direct as Illinois but even where state guidelines don't call for listing the mere presence of COVID as the cause of death it appears hospital administrators are taking a proactive role isn't that nice? When a reporter asked Erickson who was applying the alleged pressure on physicians, he said it was hospital administration. So he's calling out his bosses, folks. This guy has cojones. His, I wish we all had these cojones. We're being pressured in-house to add COVID to the diagnostic list when we think it has nothing to do with the actual cause of death, Erickson said. So are hospitals conspiring to gin up COVID-19 deaths to make the pandemic look worse than it is? Probably not. There's a simpler explanation incentives. As Minnesota lawmaker and longtime family practitioner Dr. Scott Jensen recently observed, hospitals are incentivized to pressure physicians to include COVID-19 on death certificates and discharge papers since the CARES Act increases Medicare payment to the hospital treating COVID-19 victims. The CARES Act. 
Hospital administrators might well want to see COVID-19 attached to a discharge summary or a death certificate. Why? Because if it's a straightforward garden variety pneumonia that a person is admitted to the hospital for, if they're Medicare, typically, the diagnosis-related group lump sum payment would be $5,000, Jensen, whose claim was fact-checked by USA Today. But if it's COVID-19 pneumonia, then it's $13,000. And if that COVID-19 pneumonia patient ends up on a ventilator, it goes up to $39,000. Yikes. The idea that physicians would be pressured to list COVID-19 on death certificates, even when it appears the virus had little or nothing to do with someone's cause of death, might sound crazy, but some would say it was entirely predictable. Show me the incentive and I'll show you the outcome, American businessman Charlie Munger once observed. The economic incentive is clear and does not require any conspiracy. By creating a mass federal program that links goosed Medicare payments to COVID-19 treatments, the feds incentivize hospitals to add COVID-19 to diagnostic lists and death certificates. It also incentivizes hospitals to get patients on ventilators, which may have done more harm than good, as hospitals have reported unusually high fatality rates for COVID-19 patients on ventilators. Thank you very much. I already said that. That's true. We aren't pressured to test for flu, Dr. Erickson said during his press conference. We are being pressured to add COVID. By creating a massive federal program that links goosed Medicare payments to COVID-19 treatments, the feds incentivize hospitals to add COVID-19 to a diagnostic list and death certificates. It also incentivizes hospitals to get patients on ventilators, which may have done more harm than good, as hospitals have reported unusually high fatality rates for COVID-19 patients on ventilators. We aren't pressured to test for the flu. Why did I read this twice? <laughs> the simple answer is this. Incentives matter. It's a lesson policymakers in Washington, D.C. who've also managed to create an employment structure that pays many workers more money to stay home than go to work. They seem to never learn. And that's 100% true, folks. This whole thing from the start has been a hoax. The numbers are bogus. What they're doing is they're, take, they're, they're no longer tested for flu or cold. It's all covid Right, and what they're doing is they're they're adding the numbers for flu and cold and pneumonia together to say these are COVID numbers, hundred percent padded, hundred percent padded. And look at the, like in the last podcast, look at the symptoms for COVID. It's it's the flu, it's the cold, it's pneumonia, stuff people get every year, stuff that kills people every year. But when you say, when you say in the media that, you know, let's say let's say on average. A thousand people died from each every year. Three thousand. I'm just throwing a number out there. Three thousand. Okay. Well, now this year, you're not talking about the flu or the cold. Instead, you're saying COVID. But now you're saying three thousand people dead. That's way higher than normal. You're going to cause people to be fearful. And if you keep saying it, and you keep saying it, and you keep saying it, as as Joseph Goebbels, the propaganda arm of the Nazi Party, said. If you say a lie loud enough and long enough, people will start to believe it. That's what they're using. That's Operation Mockingbird. Folks, tell a lie. If you're a trusted news source and people, tr like, if people trust you to tell you the news and you're feeding them from a script that's been written for you, you're not a reporter, you're a propaganda machine. Folks, there's so much deception going on and this is on a global scale. This is, this is more than the knowledge of man behind this. This is a spiritual wickedness. It's taken over the whole world. It's deceiving everybody. Jesus warned of a great deception that would come in the end times. Uh, we have to get right with God. And how we do that is we, you know, we got to give our life to God. And one of the gifts he gives us is the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of discernment. It's the great comforter. It allows us to see past the deception. Unfortunately, not all Christians have that. But when I went to church tonight... 
I went to Impact Victory Church on Fort Road. I the the sermon was on the armor of God, Ephesians six, and I'm going to read that for you. Finally, my brethren, Ephesians six verse ten. Finally, my brother, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may be I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Folks, only through God will we have the gifts and the ability and the assistance to resist the devil in these times. Only through knowing the word of God can we properly utilize the sword of truth. Having the shield will allow us to resist the barbs and the lies and the demonization of our characters that you know the dark wicked spirits will throw at us the dark spirits that actually rule the world and are ruling the globalists and the globalists own the media and put out the mass deception through propaganda folks you need to get right with god i invite you today to say the sinner's prayer repent get on your knees because you're no one makes it out of this life alive go go with god amen and I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve, serve our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible, one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these stories without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 This is extremely dangerous to our democracy.